We're back this week with a full episode. Grace and I kick things off by discussing the Kelly Ripa versus The Bachelor situation and talk about how Dr. Meredith Gray saved the day. We then put a nice little bow and wrap up the Tati versus James West drama. We give you a nice update on Britney Spears after her manager speaks out. We look at Instagram and talk about some of our favorite posts from the week, including how Halsey is paying her fans speeding tickets. And we wrap things up by discussing Psalm West and what you all thought of the new fourth baby's name. Overall, women are supporting each other and being so classy this week, and we are here for it. Every week we start and we're like, wow, we've made it to episode whatever. But we are genuinely impressed. Yeah, no, and we're we're excited. Also, um, Grace and everyone listening, just a fair warning, there's like a tornado warning happening where I am. So like if for some reason we have to end it early or there's a bre- you know, any type of issue could be related to that. <laughs> I'll let you know first. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you know first. I'm at home and my aunt's here and she was like so what if the sirens start going off? And I was like, well, we're obviously going to stop recording. <laughs> I mean, we're dedicated, but not that dedicated. Um, okay, let's start off like we always, well, like we've been doing with Shitty or Liddy. Grace, tell me about your week. You know, I got to say my week with Liddy, once again, we've been on Y'all, she's thriving. She's thriving. Um, Grace has been giving me major T-Swift vibes. You all should see her nails right now. They're really incredible. Um, Also, Grace, I'm not trying to tell your business, but she's going to Ireland later this week. Um, So that's really exciting as well. We can't wait to hear about that. Um, So for me, I was trying to think as I was driving home, um, I'm going to give it a Liddy. I mean, nothing like great has happened to me, but nothing like bad has happened. So... I'm going to give it a Liddy. My brother graduated from high school, so that was really fun. The past few weeks, we've been having a lot of, you know, those events that you go to, you know, scholarships, sports banquet, et cetera. But last week on Tuesday, my brother woke up with a 105-degree fever. Um, no. And so we were really worried that he wasn't going to be able to walk. Um, but he got better and was ready last Friday. And so that was great to see that for him. And he's actually in Punta Cana right now with my mother and a bunch of friends and friends' mothers. So I'm, I'm kind of jealous. I guess I could be doing that, but I'm not going to think like that majorly, but I'm going to like this weekend. So I'm trying to be really positive, you know, just a working guy over here having to put in the work, 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 work. (laughs) Um, so yay guys, Pat, we're patting ourselves on the back. We're, We're doing well. We hope, we hope you are too. Uh, okay, let's do our entertainment news section. Let's do it. 
So, guys, the we have several little topics, per usual, um, but we're going to kick it off with, I know you guys are probably wanting us to talk about Tati um, and James' drama, because that's been a saga, and we're going to, but first, I wanted to tell you guys about um, this Kelly Ripa Bachelor drama. Um, so, I know, Grace, you're a fan of The Bachelor, right? I do. Okay. I like eh, here and there, not really, but I mean... You know, uh, but I am a big fan of Kelly Ripa and, you know, Kelly and Ryan's show. Um, and so last week on the show, it was like, I want to say last Tuesday, um, you know, at the beginning of their show, the two of them discuss things before they have guests on, etc. And Ryan and Kelly were talking about The Bachelor franchise as a whole and Kelly straight up was like it disgusted me she was like I thought that I was disgusted because I couldn't say the idea of 25 exceptional women fighting um over one ordinary fella in my opinion she said you know she said you know how I feel ladies we are too special to be arguing over that guy <laughs> round of applause for Kelly Ripa um, but then things got a little awkward because the creator of the show, Mike Fesis, and the host, who everyone knows, Chris Harrison, um, he, Chris Harrison tweeted, look out, hashtag Bachelor Nation, at Kelly Ripa is coming after you and your, quote, disgusting Monday Night Habit. Then the creator, Mike, like, quote tweeted that and was like, easy at Kelly Ripa, dot, 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 hashtag the Bachelor franchise pays your salary. Okay. Let me just pause there in the story. I was livid when I saw that because what he means by that, guys, is they're both on the same network. They're both on ABC. So he's saying that, like, her show or that The Bachelor is more successful than her show, meaning that they're, like, they they pay her. They're the reason why she's there, why that network is so successful. So I was a little upset by that because, like, I know a lot of people that like The Bachelor and I know a lot of people that, like, Kelly and Ryan in the morning. So, it's, I mean, and I don't really think it's like a competition. I don't know how TV networks work. Right, exactly. Yes. Amazing point. And I think, too, that, I mean, you know, we see it a lot about just, again, you know, it kind of gets into topics that we don't really talk about on here, but the whole, like, me Too movement and women equality, and we're totally for that. And so, speaking of, then one of my favorite people ever, Ellen Pompeo, um, who plays Meredith Gray on Grey's Anatomy, tweeted, Okay, at Mike, whatever his username is, dot dot dot, that's some handle, bro. Your show does not pay at Kelly Ripa's salary. Also, we don't attack successful women on our own network, and men certainly cannot take credit for their success. Don't get me started on your show because I'm a savage, dot, 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 hashtag bachelor so white. <laughs> Y'all, this is really relevant, one, because Ellen Pompeo is such a badass. She's such a leader in the industry. She's the highest paid woman on television. She and her show is also on ABC and has been now for 15 plus years. So, yes, another really component of that network coming in and saying, listen, you don't pay either of our salaries, and you're not the reason, again, like, like, like you said, Grace, you're not the reason why we're successful. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think, too, like, her coming out and, like, saying that was really big um, because, like, I know that she's her own person, but she also plays this really, really, like, you know, just empowering character. And I'm like, I would never want to mess with Meredith Grey, a.k.a. Ellen Pompeo. Like, don't come at her because she does not play. I don't know if you watch Grey's Anatomy, Grace, but she is just like, don't mess with, don't mess with Dr. Meredith Grey. Um, also, somebody tweeted and she said, took a break but had to jump back in the ring for my girl Kelly Ripa. That's something I thought I'd never see. Meredith, Dr. Meredith Gray getting in the ring for Kelly Ripa. But here we are. It's 2019. Um, okay, so next, kind of in that story, the, the funniest thing then happens, which Kelly and Ron had to have known this was going to happen when she talked about it earlier in the week. But then on Thursday, their, one of their guests was Hannah B., who's the current Bachelorette. So it was kind of like, that's the thing, like, So last week it was kind of like she talked about it, then the tweets happened, and then, oh my gosh, the actual Bachelorette is on her show. Um, And so basically she started out, Kelly did, once they sit down and said, I'm not sure if they told you backstage, um, I'm not behind all of, of, I'm not behind this at all. Um, And she said, you seem like a lovely girl. She said, but, it, but you know, you blink twice and I'll get you out of here. You know, making a joke like if this is about, you know. Um, and Hannah Brown is her last name. She said, she handled it so well. I watched the clip. She's, yeah, so well. She said, I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Um, and then Kelly went on to say, I'm very against women fighting over a guy. I don't believe it in it. I think um, it's, you know, weird and sets us back. But you are the one in the powerful position here, so take me through that and, you know, how does that work? And um, Hannah B. said, like you, I didn't really follow the show, wasn't a big fan, um, but being a part of the show, it's not women fighting against each other. Really, some of my best friends came from the show and were really supportive. When you have a group of 30 people together, that's going to be... There's going to be people um, who don't like each other. That's sensible facts. She said, but ultimately, it was one of the most empowering things that I had ever done because I had to push myself and grow as an individual. Uh, she said, and I did it, uh, and I think that that's why I decided I wanted to be the Bachelorette um, so badly. So I thought it was very classy, very classy. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I'm Googling because I want to know now, was Kelly Ripa in a sorority? Like, she should have, 
she would understand if she wasn't, and she wasn't, so maybe Kelly Ripa should have gone Greek. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. That's such a great point. Exactly, exactly. Um, but I, you know, that, again, all great points. I think that, too, I hated, like, people were like, which I'm surprised it didn't become a bigger deal, but, like, some people were tweeting, and they were like, get her off the air. Like, she's obviously, like, getting too old, da 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 da, da. You know, cancel culture, which we don't believe in. Um, so we're not looking to Kelly cancel Kelly Ripa or the Bachelor slash Bachelorette franchise or Ellen Pompeo, we're happy that... I thought it was just, like, such... so All done so well. Like, Ellen jumping in to defend was the highlight for me, but then they just handled it um, and just really show, like made a good example for how women in the world should interact with differences. And so, I was here for it. Um, total women. Speaking of kind of the whole cancel culture type thing, we want to give you another brief update um, on the Tati versus James Charles drama. We kind of broke it down for y'all last week. A lot's happened since then. Um, And Grace is going to explain it, but before she does, I just want to say that we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about it just because um, if you've watched their videos that they've been putting out, you know, James has been getting a lot of hate. He's been losing a lot of followers. He's talked about um, how he's been having some mental health issues. I mean, the whole world has essentially been against him for the last week. Um, So we don't want to add to that narrative. We're just going to fill you in on what's happened since then, and then we'll move on. Um, But Grace is the best at explaining it, so I'm going to let her do it. And who is that? Jeffrey Star. Okay. 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 Good to know. Mm-hmm. Basically saying that he has received the keys, and in James' video, he 
Yeah. He's kind of scary. And just like you're saying, they're obviously competitors. They're at the top of the YouTube beauty game. So any opportunity that he would have, he might. Allegedly. We're, we, don't, we don't know, obviously. But, yes. Yeah. Thank goodness. And I, okay, I want to touch for a second on like the order of the videos because I think some people, I just knew what I seen about that. So basically, what happened is, you know, we talked about it last week, but James endorsed Sugar Bear Hair on his Instagram story. Tati made Instagram stories crying. She wasn't like talking, she, she didn't mention James, but like the fans put two and two together and that she was talking about him on the Insta stories. Then she made a video. That's when kind of it all went crazy. Then he made a video apologizing. Then she made another video saying, like, stop the hate. Like, I didn't, like, my goal of this wasn't to gain more subscribers, etc. Then he made a very professional video. You know, he's, like, full glam. Um, and he kind of lays out. And, again, like, like, like you were saying, Grace, I really appreciated that he had all the receipts. I mean, if you watch the video, guys, he's got, He's he's putting text messages, DMs, everything. Yeah, yeah. So much so that like he made the video, and then I guess like in the time that he was like editing or whatever, more things came out and more things transpired. So like in the video, you see him like in full glam, but then he'll pop in and be like, "Okay, this is future James," and he's like in no makeup or anything, and he's like, "This has happened," so like I just want to set this straight. Like he literally had to have made a list of every allegation and everything said about him, uh, because he yeah yeah. And I, I feel bad for him because then all these people started coming out with their own YouTube videos on the side of, like... Because the big deal was a lot of people were like, oh, my gosh, this is so dumb. It's over sugar bear hair. It's really not. It, 
that was kind of like the catalyst of the thing. But what happened was, yeah, yes, exactly. Um, but then she, Tati had had other issues, and a big issue was that she felt like that he was targeting and being a predator towards um, straight men, and so then that's what the, the conversation turned into. Um, and so that's kind of when it went, like, you know, that's when it's on ABC News and everything, and yeah, yeah, uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, one thing about the video that I wanted to talk about really quickly, Grace, was I loved the clarification on a few minor details. Like, you know how in Tati's first video she said he had nine days in between Coachella and when he did the story to let her know? But did you notice that actually he went weekend two and got the security, and then he texted her the next day? So instead of it being nine days, it was actually like less than 24 hours, you know? So I thought that was cool. I also liked that he... Yeah. Right. Yeah. That just goes to show you these people. That is such a good point. You're taking like two at this point. Like the one in your photo and the one before to make sure it wasn't nasty. Um, I also like that he explained the different passes at Coachella. I thought that that really helped. Um, you guys will see. He, yeah, he talks about, like, artist pass versus VIP. Anybody can get VIP. They're just more expensive. But artist pass are only given to pretty much celebrities, brands, things like that. And so he felt unsafe and he was because he only had VIP the second weekend. And so he was kind of getting mobbed and anybody could go up to him. And so that's kind of, I mean, you guys need to watch them and really do it for yourself. We could do a whole episode about it. Um, but I'm kind of glad that it's over. I was just, I was tired of watching. I was, Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. And that's the thing too. That was funny. Is like Jeffrey after James's video, Jeffrey put out a video that we've talked about, and I texted Grace and I was like, "Do I really need to watch this? Like, is this really worth it?" And she was like, "Honestly, no." And I was like, "Thank you because I don't want to. I'm tired of talking about it." So that that's our recap. Yes, exactly. Those are great. Also, if you're wanting, like, all the details, like, in-depth, Comments by Celeb did, like, an emergency episode only about this. It's literally 55 minutes long. So if you want to spend more time on this and hashing out details, go ahead. Yes, yes. No, we're not, we're, we're not feeding into that energy anymore. Um, but I do want to talk about something a little bit more exciting now. Um, a little more fun. The Can or Con, sorry, Con Film Festival is happening right now. And let me tell you, if there was ever one like big event that I could go to in my life, it would be Con because it's this. Yeah, well, I mean, not like award show. I'm talking like movie premiere, movie festival. I'm just so, it seems so much more glamorous than normal things because it's literally in the French Riviera. Like, I've always wanted to go to the French Riviera. So every year when this rolls around, I'm always like, um, a few years ago, I was studying abroad while Con was going on, and we had the option to go there for the weekend. But it's, like, really hard to get to, and it's really expensive, and hotels were not great. But I wanted to go so badly just to see the stars. Um, 
several stars that have walked the carpet this week. And so basically how it works, guys, is films um, that are going to be coming up in the next year or so go there in the next month's year, whatever, go there to premiere just like any film festival. I don't know like what makes it special, but it is international. So, you know, it's just, it's a big deal that uh, if your movie gets shown there. Um, Selena Gomez was there. Um, Bella Hadid was there. Eva Longoria was there. Shailene Woodley was there. Nick and Priyanka were there. Margot Robbie was there. Elton John and the stars of his new movie, Rocket Man, which I cannot wait to see. Um, it's a movie, of, it's a biopic, a movie about his life. Um, they were all there. Olivia Culpo was there, who is just gosh, flaming. Um, L, so good. Winnie Harlow, Ellen Dakota Fanning, so many, so many good people. Um, it was one of Selena Gomez's first carpets in a while. Um, and you guys know we love Selena. And so I wanted to quickly, um, talk, read a little thing that she said. I mean, you guys know she was, uh, she put herself in a mental health facility, um, earlier in the year. Maybe it was the end of last year. I don't remember. We talked about it on here regardless. Um, and she did a little bit of press while she was there. And um, they asked her a question just um, just about, like, the uh, her, you know, exposure and um, how, like, you know, she reaches her fans, obviously, social media. And she said, I think our world is, get, is going through a lot. I would say for my generation specifically, social media has really been terrible. It does scare me when you see how exposed these young boys and young girls are. They are not aware of the news. I think it's dangerous for sure. I don't think people are getting the right information sometimes. I think it's pretty impossible to make it's safe at this point. I'm grateful I have the platform. I don't do a lot of pointless pictures. For me, I like to be intentional with it. It just scares me. I'll see the youngest girls at meet and greets. They are devastated dealing with bullying and not being able to have their own voice. It can be great in moments. I would be careful and allow yourself time, some time limits when you should use it. Um, and I think that's just interesting because, um, she was the most followed woman on Instagram uh, up until recently. Ariana Grande is now, but she was for a really long time. And uh, I think there's a big conversation happening right now about mental health and uh, how social media is playing into that. I mean, you know, Instagram is trying to get rid of likes. Did you know that? So, I mean, I'm personally kind of here for it just because I know with my own mental health journey and things, like, it's sometimes social media is so hard, and Grace and I have talked a lot about it, especially in this last year. Like, I feel like my Instagram broke after I graduated college. Um, but, so I just, I, we don't want to get into that conversation, but uh, I wanted to read that because Selena is back on the carpet and talking about important things, and I just love when she speaks. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, and I think we're we're no exactly, and we're a little different because we're like kind of on the end. But I look at girls that are like twelve, thirteen years old on social media, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is going to be so devastating for them. Yeah, exactly. Like we're we were on the come up with it, but so. I wanted to just briefly bring that up. Uh, also, Grace, I don't know if you watched this, but I think we just have to talk about it because I found it extremely interesting. So, Black China. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm literally rolling my eyes because, um, like, she's not, he's, she's not really our audience. But she was married to Rob Kardashian, and, you know, she's had a lot of drama in her life. Uh, and she was on the Wendy Williams show, uh, and she did this long, in-depth interview. And so I just wanted to read you some of the things. Um, you know, Wendy was talking with her. Um, 
so problematic. And you know, like, she's just looking for the clout, honestly. Um, so I, a couple of things. Uh, Wendy asked her about, like, why she wanted to get with Rob. Apparently, Rob had been, like, DMing her and whatnot. Also, fun fact, the first time that Black China reached out to Rob, that started their whole tumultuous relationship, she was in Little Rock, Arkansas on New Year's Eve doing an event. So I was like, oh, is that good? I don't know. But anyways, um, she said that she just wanted to see if he was worth it. Um, and, you know, because they were like, Wendy kept saying, like, were you just, like, basically taking pity on him? Like, were you just wanting to get close to the Kardashians? And she was like, no, like, I genuinely wanted to help him and build him up as a person. I mean, everybody remembers what Rob looked like back in the day. And, I mean, you know, it's obvious that he's taken kind of a downward slope. Um, also, she said that Rob was a better lover than Tyga. I mean, you know, Wendy Williams is asking, like, Shh. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, she said she wouldn't go back to Rob. She was asked that, you know, would she ever date Rob or be with Rob again? And she said no, but that he is a great father and they are co-parenting. You know, that seems to be the real thing, co-parenting. Yes. Um, but she would like to be back on reality TV. If you guys remember, they had that show, Rob and China, on E!, you know, Chris Jenner has, like, tried to block that from her memory forever. Um, she, and, but, so she has a new docuseries coming out. She doesn't know if Rob will be in it. It's on some random network that I've never even heard of. So, if you're interested in Black China, Google it, because I have no idea. Um, but she also, it was really awkward, aside from the Kardashians, she got on there and was like, really, I'm only doing this interview to repair the relationship with my mom. Apparently her and her mom were in some big blowout. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, these people, they live for the drama. Um, so I don't know. I thought, she also talked about her relationship with Kylie, because you guys know, like, she, Black China and Tiger were together, then they had a kid, then he left her for Kylie, then now he's nowhere in the picture. Um, and she said that, obviously, you know, they were in the same family for a little bit whenever she was with Tyga, and so that was, you know, drama, if you remember those Keeping Up episodes. Um, but she basically said she has no issue with Kylie, like, that's her daughter's aunt, um, and, you know, she, she said that she hadn't really talked to her, but that she hopes they, that, that they're, like, good, uh, which I thought was good. She was probably the classiest that I have ever seen her, which is saying a lot. Classy, the theme of this episode. Women being classy. Great, great job, ladies. Um, also, I just wanted to quickly, briefly throw out there for all of you that are, like, really Kardashian lovers. So, let me just break this down for you. So, Tristan, who is Chloe's baby daddy, who... Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got Tristan and Chloe. They're together. Tristan treats... Tri Cheats on her multiple times with Kylie's best friend, Jordan. That was the final straw. You guys know that. Then you've got over here, um, Kylie dated Tyga. I, I kind of just said that. But Kylie dated Tyga. But before that, he was with Black China. But before he was with Black China, you don't want to know who he was with? Tristan Thompson's other baby mama. They were married for a month. This is getting too connected. Right? It is a dangerous spider web. So basically, Tyga went from Tristan's baby mama 
to, or, or yeah, yes, Tristan's baby mama, to Black China, who he had a kid with, to Kylie. Now he's out of the picture. But then Chloe brings in Tristan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too much. Um, but so I just wanted to, I thought that we should mention the Black China update, even though we're not really fans of her. But glad to see you're doing well. Um, also, real quickly, guys, I want to give you all a brief update on Britney Spears. I feel like we haven't talked about her in a couple of weeks. I'm not sure the last thing that we said, but I'm just going to kind of go through the timeline a little bit and give you some updates. Um, on April 25th, we learned that she checked herself out of the mental um, treatment facility that she was in. Um, sources said that she was very happy to be home. She's feeling more stable and a little bit better, um, but that she was a work in progress. Um, then on May 6th, um, Brittany's mom filed a request asking to be informed of all matters um, uh, pertaining to the singer and her conservatorship. Again, Brittany is under conservatorship by her um, father. I don't think her father and mother are together, um, and that's when the whole Free Britney movement slash hashtag came about. Um, but, um, we, you know, Lynn, that's her mom's name, spoke to um, Jamie, the father, before filing the documents, um, and Britney's team was really supportive of Lynn being involved in all this going on. Then on May 7th, we learned that Lynn and Jamie flew out to L.A. to try to figure out what's really going on. And they're staying with Brittany and trying to make heads or tails of the situation. Um, an insider said that Lynn was extremely upset to see Brittany in this condition and that she's in and she feels um, that she can't help her. So she wants to do everything that she can to help her. Then on May 8th, um, Brittany granted a temporary restraining order against um, her former manager Um and uh, she was, uh, he was ordered to stay 200 yards away um, from her, her parents, and her sons. Now, this wasn't her current manager. This was her manager kind of during the whole, you know, crazy Britney shaving head phase. Um, uh, but uh, a court filing read that um, shortly after Ms. Spears checked herself into the mental health facility, um, his last name is... Lutfi uh, began a new campaign of harassment against Miss Spear and her family. Um, he made dozens of disappearing and threatening comments on social media and in interviews um, and sent texts to Brittany's family um, that he was leaking confidential information and considered leaking more. Um, that seems kind of messy. I'm not really sure. Uh, but then his lawyer, his lawyer told us we're disappointed in the result um, and feel that it is overly broad and violates Mr. Lefty's constitutional rights. The order is only temporary, and we look forward to arguing the matter more fully in the upcoming hearing for a regular restraining order. Basically, a lot of fans are speculating that her team um, is kind of putting the blame on him um, to kind of take it away from them and take it away from this whole, like, Britney's being controlled, etc. Um, on May 10th, Britney, her mom, and her dad made a court appearance um, with... Uh, a coin-appointed lawyer, um, and basically uh, they just kind of talked over, um, you know, issues with medical chair, minor children, and trade secrets. Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, basically what came from that is the judge ordered a, um, like an expert's evaluation of Brittany's situation because essentially she wants to be out of the conservatorship. So I think they were kind of taking the steps to do that. And there was no media allowed in the courtroom, so that's kind of why the details are a little loose on that. Um, on May 14th, the judge ordered 
orders a court uh, investigator's report on Britney's conservatorship um, due to the date of the next hearing, which is September 18th. So she'll have to have that, um, you know, uh, evaluation before September 18th, and then they'll rediscuss then. But then the biggest thing was on May 15th, Britney's longtime manager, her current manager, Larry Rudolph, uh, talked to TMZ, and he told... Um, uh, and kind of talked about the cancellation of her recent residency um, and said it was because her meds stopped working and she was distraught over her dad's illness. Um, he said last summer when she wanted to tour, she called me every day. She was excited. She hasn't called me in months. Um, crickets, he says. Uh, she clearly doesn't want to perform now. And then he said, I don't want her to work again until she's ready physically, mentally, and passionately. If that time ever comes again... Um, or he said, if that time never comes again, it will never come again. I have no desire or ability to make her work again. I'm only here for her when she wants to work. And if she ever does want to work again, I'm here to tell her it's a, I'm, ter- I'm here to tell her if it's a good idea or a bad idea. So basically, I'm providing you guys that update because uh, fans started freaking out that Britney's never going to perform again. Britney's going to never do music again. Um, we don't know. That's just what he said. She was spotted out last Saturday with her um, boyfriend, uh, the 25 like fitness guru, bodybuilder, um, backup dancer. I don't really know what his title is per se, but they're dating. Uh, he's been very supportive during the whole thing. And I think the biggest thing to note was that she looked happy and healthy. So that's all we can hope for. Okay. That's all for entertainment news. Okay, so the first one I want to just kind of, you know, briefly mention was Taylor Swift did her first TV interview in two years. She was on Ellen. Um, There wasn't really anything noteworthy. Um, The whole interview is on Ellen. It's 18 minutes long. It's on her YouTube. Um, So if you want to watch it, you can do that. Of course, I watched it. Um, Taylor did say that she left some Easter eggs in the interview. Um, I think one of the songs is going to be called Love Language because she talked about love language and, like, Paris and the city of love. Um, So that's just a thought of mine. Also, she did – Grace, have you ever seen that game that Ellen plays where it's, like, the five-second – or, or, sorry, not five-second, the burning questions? Yeah. Taylor played that. It was just really funny. She said her favorite F word was the the F word. So it was just really funny to see – Taylor cussing. I feel like we've never seen that. So go watch it. It was good to see her back on live TV. very funny um my next one i wanted to give kind of an update on olivia jade there were some pictures of her last week leaving a club at 2 a.m on a tuesday with her friends um she's reportedly broken up with her boyfriend you guys remember we kind of told you she had moved in with her boyfriend out of her parents house in with her boyfriend they broke up apparently now she has her own place very interesting to be out at a club at 2 a.m on a tuesday um i hope that she i'm not saying that's bad but also 
priorities maybe I'm not sure but also we don't know what she's going through so no, no, I'm not here to judge um, but it also reportedly came out last week that um, she is begging to get back into USC but sources say that she's only doing that and making a plea to return to school because she feels it'll help her image and kind of help her recover um, and that people will maybe like her more if she's trying to go back to school but again she made it very clear that she hated school before the scandal so who knows we'll see Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. She looked good, though. Did you watch their Met Gala getting ready video? We talked about it, but it's so good. So, so good. Um, my next one is going to be Courtney Cox posted a throwback um, on her, her Instagram game. It's just so good. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, but it's a picture of all the friends you know, the friends cast, three girls, three boys, on a private plane, and she says, the one where the six of us went to Vegas and no one knew we were friends yet, and she did friends, like F dot R dot, you know, the friends, Um, TBT, before um, it aired, love you guys, so basically this was just them, like, pre-fame, and I mean, they were all just basically nobody then, so uh, I thought that was cool. Yes. Oh. Oh. You're living. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Oh, wow. Wow. He just doesn't care. Like, he's just, he's living. Yeah. That's really funny. Uh, my next one is Celine Dion was on Carpool Karaoke, which I stand Carpool Karaoke and I stand Celine Dion. And it was so good, so funny. Like, you guys have got to go watch it. It's 14 minutes long. You can watch it on YouTube. Um, it's in Las Vegas because that's where, she, you know, she does her famous residency. Um, and y'all, so funny. She has so many iconic songs and, like, she, uh, just a few things. She has over 10,000 pairs of shoes. So James got her assistant to give her, give him some shoes and made her, like, go out on um, the Las Vegas Strip and, like, give away her shoes. And she was so upset. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, also, spoiler alert, but at the end, if you've ever been to Las Vegas, you know the famous, like, Bellagio Hotel Fountain. Um, they are on a boat in the fountain singing My Heart Will Go On and they're like dressed up in Titanic and like all these people are watching and like the fountain is like in sync with the music. It was so, so funny. So you, you, you got to watch. Oh. Mm-hmm.
She's so good. Yeah. So, so good. Um, okay, really quickly, my last one. Um, a fan tweeted Halsey and said, Confession, driving home from Penn State, I got pulled over, given a ticket for the first time ever, and when asked why I was going 99 in a 70, I was dangerously close to admitting I was banging... I was banging out to Halsey's new song, Nightmare. Halsey quote, quote tweets it and says, What's your Venmo? I'll pay your ticket. Drive safely, please. Hello. Can Halsey pay my ticket? My Venmo is at Cade Bethay. Um, Halsey, if you're listening, I recently got some tickets as well, and I wasn't necessarily jamming out to your music, but I have been jamming out to this new song, and I love you. So if you're listening, Halsey, maybe you might want to Venmo me as well. That would be really nice. Uh, also, one more. I just have so many good ones. I'm sorry. Uh, a tweet from Little Nass. He said, just saw my new apartment. The bathtub is huge. Can't wait to cry in it. Mood. <laughs> Very quickly. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It hit the Billboard Top 100. It's at, like, number two or three now. No, it's at number three or four. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm going to see Sean in the end of June, so I'm really excited to see that. Um, Mine, I'm just going to go, since I already talked about it, Nightmare by Halsey. I literally listened to it, and I was like, if I like this, does this make me emo? Because it's very dark, and it was like... But, like, one of my favorite lines is, I like the beat behind the line, but she's like, I've tasted blood and it is sweet. And I was like, that is so bad, but. (gasps) Okay, I feel so much better now. I was like, that is so weird. Yeah. I've been watching her. She's been doing some radio interviews, and, like, she's a chameleon. She changes every time she does something, and. She said that, like, this is a song that's always on her album, but that people don't listen to because it's not, like, the top song. It's not getting a radio play. So she was like, I wanted fans to see this side of me. So it's really good. I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was. <gasps> so more, so, because I never saw the final results. Interesting. Uh-huh. I did not, I didn't see that coming. I thought people would really like it. Interesting. Wait, so, okay, yeah, so you said you liked it. I, my, my thing with all of their names is every one of their names has always grown on me. Um, right. Yeah, 
Like, I can't really say I don't like it because, one, it's a book in the Bible. And, two, um, like, I know myself well enough to know that I'm probably eventually going to like it. So, and I, I like that they're, like, paying homage to that and, like, you know, showing, showing that side of them. So, yeah. Yes. We've been trying to spice it up. Please, guys. And if you write a review, that would be so helpful. And if you write a review and screenshot and send it to us, we will get you a nice gift. I don't know what it is, but we're going to work on that because we need some fan interaction. Yeah, yeah, we really need that. Also, Grace, you're, you're going to be gone next week, right? Okay, so I'm going to have someone filling in w- with me for Grace. Um, so stay tuned to see who that is. A sub. It won't be the same, and we'll be anxiously awaiting Grace's return, plus to hear about all her fun travels. Okay. Travel safely. Keep killing it. And Kate will see y'all back here next week. Yes, and if you know Halsey, tell her to help me out. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.